While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I am one of the hosts of the podcast, Heather. I'm joined by... Dre, the co-host. Co-host, best friend. (laughs) Soul partner. Soul partner. (laughs) I I looked at her eyes like, where are you going with this? (laughs) And um, social distancing. Yeah. Our Uh, audio is off, just mm -hmm. like our last podcast, because... We're trying to maintain social distancing while also trying to maintain life. Yes. Which is... We're trying to live, but also stay alive. Which is hard because we were barely grasping at straws before <laughs> the quarantine. We were struggling yeah. before. <laughs> and now it's like the water is rising. And as Dre described it, a tepid, not warm, not cold, not clean yeah. water. It's just like a tepid, like slow drip. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, like a pressureless shower oh in a, in a weird nothing, motel yeah nothing worse because at least like Ugh. you were saying it's like a storm like a deluge and it's like if that that would at least give us life yeah and like adrenaline would, to yeah. like surface to the top or yeah. something this is just like well i wake up and i'm like i literally think what am i going to eat and what am i going to drink wow that's sad i and think what am what i going to watch, gonna watch? <laughs> yeah i like th- i wake up at 2 a.m and i'm just like what what can I grab from the pantry or fridge that requires zero preparation and what will I be able to like stay awake for for like just a 45 minute episode like I don't need a lot I don't need a full feature I just need a tidbit just a little something just a little yeah just a little serotonin Mm -hmm. push you know to get me to six seven eight nine ten a.m. I made lunch or at lunch. I made breakfast today at 1230 for Dude, the kids. I am so proud of you. Well, I, did you get that text that Canvas was down district-wide? Well, no. you're in a different district. Yeah, well, no. The school online system was down. And so luckily, because we were up and ready to go, <laughs> up and out of George McFadden at 8 a.m. No, we woke up and had breakfast at 1230. Then I came to the lab to putz around here with Dre and feel human again. I know. And I, surprisingly, like we stayed busy, like just... We didn't even phones. Yeah, and responding to texts. Like, we didn't even do anything. I know. We were going to, like, put our office together. Yeah, that's not how it happened. I know. We didn't even put together a chair. No, we did that I did create a playlist that we couldn't figure out how to connect. (laughs) (laughs) We struggle. We struggle. We struggle. We We need the staff. We also feel like, well, we need our customers. We need our beauty labbers. And we are out of commission until April 14th. We anticipate... um, opening as soon as the county will let us we want we want to be open we want to be open because um we think we can do it safely yeah you know we can put in a lot of social dis we can put in every social distancing measure and sanitiz- sanitization measure yeah. mm-hmm. but at the end of the day the injectors have to get up in your business in order to inject you as do the estheticians so for the safety of the community and for safety yeah. of our staff guys, and our, our staff, beauty yeah. labbers we are shut down until someone tells us it's safe to be open yeah so hopefully that is on the 14th yeah hopefully fingers crossed fingers crossed but until then we'll be social distance podcasting mm-hmm. and sharing with you guys what's getting us through these <laughs> you know trying times yeah yeah, like I love Nike's whole pitch. Like you've always wanted to be a part of a team, stay yeah. in, and now you are. But I mean, it doesn't feel like a team. It feels like everyone's the enemy. Yeah. And so, in order to avoid that, we're all just like cowering down in our homes. Well, even just like when I ordered DoorDash 
an hour ago. Like it was sad because it was like a nice lady and I like, she didn't want to touch the door. I totally get it. And like, I had to reach into the bag and pull my bag out. (laughs) And then I saw her full sanitize the second she got back in the car. Yeah. And I'm like, it's same. I same. get it. You but did like the same this, thing. It's so weird. But I have to say, watching the choreography of the DoorDash delivery was like watching like an amateur magician act. Like, <laughs> like she presented the bag. Dre immediately picked up on the cue that she was now to be the woman sawed in half, and she <laughs> dove into the sack. Being careful not to let your yes. arms touch the bag. I didn't want to touch yeah. the bag, like it outer like, bag. Like some physical game of operation. You like yeah. pulled the food out without any contact totally. and then immediately backed away. Totally. As did she. And then you shut the door for her. Yeah. And then we watched her get in her car and just like... Lysol wipe. Everything. Clorox, everything. And then pump of hand sanitizer. She was also wearing gloves. Yeah. I'll, I'll have that be known. I mean, this is the... And I just had this moment of this is the reality we're living in. And it's... Even even essential businesses aren't having that same point of human contact that we've, we're, we're accustomed to. Like, I think we are, be careful what you wish for is what we were saying earlier. Totally. Because many a day we have said when we've been just so busy at the lab or so busy with other projects we've been doing, thinking, oh, I just need a day to stay home and watch Netflix. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And now that's all we now can do. It's, and it's oppressive. It's so weird. It is. It is a weird time, but beauty lab style. We're going to lean yeah, into that. We are, and so we're going to talk about Netflix, our new best friend. Not I mean, even Netflix, all streaming media. Yeah, yes, yeah, all the TV. And like what we what we discovered is the first thing we were just talking to each other about once we were able to be in the same room was what shows are you watching? Yeah, and we think a lot of people are doing that, and in you know not to take anything away from tiger king which i am a huge huge fan of which dre has not yet watched which i hope I, that you all write not. in and text and inundate I her with some pressure refuse. social pressure no thank you she needs to watch tiger king but there we thought let's dig a little bit deeper into our personal libraries of um dark and dirty netflix hulu and amazon prime secrets yes and kind of expose ourselves a little bit to our audience and our beauty labbers and let you guys know what we're watching we also got some staff favorites we got some tried and trues yes um dre and i reminisce a little bit about what we first bonded over yeah our friendship because it is the tv that bonds us well of course it's the mainstream of totally like you cannot really have like not have a friendship with someone but then find out that you guys watch the same show and you're instantly bonded you can build an entire relationship off that absolutely i believe that the um arrival of the show survivor like kept my marriage going for probably five years. Are you because serious? Because we weren't into any of the same shows, and then Survivor okay. Okay. came on the scene, and like we could watch Survivor. That is so funny. Yeah. And it was like our thing. Okay. And did and you like religiously watch it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. We had TiVo, and then okay. like we watched yeah, two things right. together religiously. Uh, Survivor, and then I got him hooked on Felicity. Oh, with Carrie yeah. Russell, yeah, the series. Because so with TiVo, you could watch. You know, that was the first time. It was pri- before Netflix. Yeah, totally. Yeah, or maybe Netflix was like sending out DVDs or something. Yeah, oh, mail order Netflix. They yeah, they did the DVD mail order. That's right. Um, but yeah, so a common show can in this time of conflict and like even with children, you know, like mm-hmm. if I can get them to like hunker down for a good 1980s rom com. Totally. I feel like we're closer together. Yeah, they know a little a bit win. more. About, yeah, it's a win. So we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite shows, give you guys some recommendations, and then give you some of our, what we said, staff favorites, and hopefully find a common thread yes. in this 
period of chaos. So when we were talking earlier, we were saying how, like, we talked about our favorite show that bonded us, but there was one before that. There was? Yes. It was Portlandia. Portlandia was before Mozart? Portlandia was like the OG. Because so you turned me on to Portlandia. I did. It wasn't no. organic. I didn't ever organically watch it. I told you about it, and you also told me about Mozart in the Jungle. I know. I did. It's like everything cool about me came from you. <laughs> it's true. That's a lie. It's completely That's true. False, like but... I, I, I take whatever you tell me, and I just ingest it like religiously. And so the first thing was it Portlandia. It was Portlandia because. Oh my gosh! I swear you told me about Portlandia though. I think you did. No. I don't think I did. Maybe. You know what? Drether has become such we, an amalgam of each one. other. We, we are, are one. one. We told each other. We about don't it. know. Yeah we, yeah. we don't know when one, of us, one begins and the other one ends. One of us found it and um, and shared it. And But like we did bond about that like early, early like Visage days. Yeah. Because yeah. remember we had the picture printed out of the lady with anxiety. Yeah. The lady with yeah. social anxiety and like that face that you make when you just don't know <laughs> when what to like, do. When someone's like, hey, can we talk? Yeah. And you're just hey, like, do you have what? a minute for us to sit down? <laughs> That was our worst fear. <laughs> it still is. Still, it is my worst. We don't like to moment. talk, no. or connect, no, with just anyone. Like, text me, yeah, just text me or yeah. just ignore me. Yeah, I'm totally. good with either. Stay. Honestly, <laughs> Stay honestly. Away. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing we have to address is the phenomenon of Tiger King during this coronavirus yes, it epidemic. Is, it is the the show of the coronavirus. For it is. Sure. It is because it is. It is so eccentrically out there that it appeals to both genders, to everyone, all sexual orientations. I mean, there's so much going on, and it's fascinating. And I, I, I watched it in one day really? last night. Yeah, I mean, I didn't stop watching it until it was done. I don't know why. I just am so turned off by it. I've like watched snippets of it that because it, it's been on at my house, yeah. And I'll like walk past to like go move the laundry into the dryer or something, and I'm just like, ugh, this yeah. mother effer. I I just can't like the mother effer being Joe Exotic. You I think guess. he's a mother Is that effer? Mullet guy. Well, we don't refer to Joe Exotic <laughs> as mullet guy. Okay. Is, is he he's the Joe hero? Maldonado? passage oh, hopefully eventually whoever his third husband is i know I, I keep seeing all the memes that say that the lady killed her husband i'm sure she did because everyone okay. seems to see, think that. okay see this is why social media <laughs> is a problem okay this woman has never watched a single her of, yes. of murder yeah i'm sure she did she's a she's a husband killer tiger feeder <laughs> no um she's his arch rival okay. he's the hero he's the protagonist he's the He's the. Um, I thought he was abusing animals or something. Yes, of course he is, but that's why he's the Tiger King. Got it. They only have uh, baby no, pr- cubs. Only have a workable life of four months. After four months, they're just a liability. Okay. So, but so people the, want the people cubs. want baby cubs. They okay. want to play with a baby cub. Okay. And after a baby cub is twelve to sixteen weeks old, the baby cub can require stitches if it swipes at you. So at sixteen oh. weeks, baby cubs become very hungry animal so they're tigers like wild. Yeah. that need to be fed and it costs a lot to feed them. It costs like sure. $30,000, $40,000 a year to feed a tiger. Oh, wow. So you make money. You have to make all of your money in the first 16 weeks of this baby cub's life. To pay for it to live. Yeah. Okay, so Carol is against the breeding and petting of baby cubs. But oh. she also keeps adult tigers in cages as a sanctuary, whereas Joe keeps adult tigers in cages 
as a zoo. I see. They do the exact okay. same thing. The the prime the primary difference is that Joe breeds baby cubs but and also sells them and pets them. Apparently she's murderer. So that's another yeah, difference. We don't know what happened to Dawn. Where's Dawn, Carol? <laughs> Where is Dawn? <laughs> you guys, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch Tiger King. I am no, petty all of, AF and okay. I'm just I have my I reasons. get it. But I just have to say to you, like okay. if I could have one ounce of the charm or whatever pheromones Tiger King has in his pinky to get these young, handsome, straight men to marry him, <laughs> I would that be like, real. it's real. They did a they did a three way wedding with matching hot pink collared shirts. What these in the beautiful, hell? beautiful young straight men marry him? Listen, <laughs> it's it's fascinating. And Travis, um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but Travis, go ahead and spoil it. Oh, Travis has a tiger the... tiger beat, no pun intended, poster on my wall. As does his latest husband, Dylan Passage. I think he's a cutie too. I'm into both of them. Okay, well, I'll definitely look them up after okay. this I, podcast. I but I'm not. That. I will or not. Yeah, I'm. I will listen to the podcast. I know that there's a podcast about it. Yeah, there's a, probably a few because. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. So we we're gonna just acknowledge Tiger King and set it aside. Yeah. Because Dre refuses to watch it. Yep. And I have then, my reasons. And because most of us have seen the top ten on Netflix, Tiger King's number one. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is crazy. I mean, but number not one. surprising because it's everywhere. So since you don't watch Tiger King, what's your number one? When you think, what am I gonna eat? What am I gonna drink? What am I gonna watch? What do you go to? So. I mean, just on like a regular day or like during the virus right now? During the virus. <laughs> like this is the crunch time. This is when you have 12 hours. Okay, I know. You can pretend I'm... to be working, but you're really going to be watching a show. So I have been switching between two shows, okay. the IT crowd and extras. But okay, I haven't and what been... channel are those on? They're on Netflix. They're, they're like, they're, they're British. They're British serials, TV shows, movies. Yeah. So. Um, reality, unscripted. No. I, the IT crowd is like, it has a laugh track, which is very off-putting. Like, it okay. took me well, a minute. You lost me at laugh track. I know, I know, but it's so funny. It took you a minute to what, just numb out to the Yeah, laugh to be track. like, what do I think about this? And um, it's hard to get used to, but it's really funny. Okay, who turned you on to it? My friend Paul. Okay, well, that's a no for me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so he got me on that, and then also I've been watching extras. Okay, what is Which that is about? Ricky Gervais, and okay. it's so funny, and it's about, it's another English comedy, um, and he is an extra, and like kind of like an, a famous ish, like he plays like small roles. He's like Ron Howard's brother, Clint. Yes, yes, that's yeah. in every show. But yes, no, okay, uh huh. But it's so funny because there's like famous people in every episode where he's like working on a TV show with them or whatever. He's at a club and like David Bowie, like he. So he's. Oh, in, I'm into this. He's already. in the VIP section and then they ask him to leave because David Bowie's there, and then and then he's like so mad because he's like. Oh, gets kicked is... out of the VIP, and then David Bowie writes a song about him, and like calls him like a sad little man, and it's so funny. Okay, I'm it's super totally into you that. will love it's it. It's called the extra. No, it's just called extras. Extras. Yeah, okay. like the guys that show up and get fifty bucks a day. Yes. To see and Phil. it's it's so funny. That's um, awesome. The one that I watched last night was with Patrick Stewart. Ooh, I know. Wow, so kind of like obscure, like all English, all English. Yeah, but it's so funny. Do you think people know that Patrick Stewart's English? Because until you said that, I didn't know he was English. Wasn't he like? Oh. On Star Trek? Yeah. But he was, I think he was English on that. Was he? Plus he's like, um, isn't he Professor X? I don't know. I don't watch any of that on, sci-fi on, uh, stuff. See, that's that's where you and I 
diverse. <laughs> Two roads. This is where the this is where you guys, if you really want to separate the weather, uh-huh. I'm drop like, in some British sci-fi, and I'll go <laughs> running. I do. I love my Harry Potter. I love my Star Wars. I love my Lord of the Rings. Okay, I, that's where I go. Yeah. So I, I know. I appreciate you don't, that. I no, I I, I I appreciate them in literary form. I haven't really adapted them. Oh, see, I. I tried to read Lord of the Rings and I just could not get through it. I read it when I was little and and unafraid. And now I wouldn't. Now I can't even like read a romance novel. <laughs> I read my phone. That's all I read. It's pathetic. Um, so what are you on other than uh, Tiger King? Okay, well I watched Tiger King. I'm going to watch so it again. Okay. I'll watch it two or three times, I'm sure, before this epidemic ends. But I have been going to my comfort zones, which is Mad Men. You love Mad Men. I love Mad Men, but I know, I'm, I just finished Mad Men last night again for like the second time this year. You and Paul both. I know, which is why I don't understand <laughs> that. I don't think he's getting the same things out of it that I am. Maybe not. I don't know why I, I also... Why don't... do you have two best friends that both love Mad Men and you won't watch it? I, I feel like I would be triggered by Mad Men. Yeah, you would. It's just the way that women are treated. And I know yeah. it's like, because we had this experience with The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Like it changed our lives. It changed our lives dramatically. It changed my religious views. It changed my political views. It changed my my views on feminism. It was like your it feminism awakening yeah. for sure. Yeah, it was an absolute awakening watching Handmaid's Tale. And Mad Men is kind of like, to me, feels like the balm that heals that wound. Because it makes me know I'm not crazy. Because a lot of okay. a lot of okay. it can feel like gaslighting. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. we've created this world where and then you have our friends saying, oh, I'm smart enough to know that women have always been equal. You know, or just like totally. these little kind of pithy, pandering statements. And then you watch Mad Men where you see institutionalized and systematic oppression of women in every form. That's, yeah. And, okay. And, and okay. because it re- because you recognize it as and you don't see it as evil. You see it as the way your mother raised you, the way you were raised to become, the kind of mom you wanted to be, what you defined motherhood and parenthood and wifedom to be. And you see it, but you see it with this objective view of like, oh my gosh, this was systematic yeah. oppression. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you see racism outside of like the Southern Baptists talking about Brazil nuts or something. You know what I yeah, mean? Like you totally. say, okay, this is horrible but you have to take a step back to see that it's oh my pen just exploded all over me that it's horrible but it's also healing because we're not crazy it's you're like oh i have been gaslit this entire time i i am justified in like there was a reason that i was unfulfilled yeah staying at home or whatever it may be for whomever it may be i can see that because handmaid's tale it it was fictional like it's a futuristic you know, and dystopian. It, it, it you could know? be this, and and that's what scared me is that I'm like, oh, I could see us going this way, right? For sure. Um, but you're right, Mad Men is um, what you know, already happened. It and already we, and happened. We, yeah. we succeeded it. And I yeah. want you to watch Mad Men before this new show comes out. With um, remember how I was telling you about that new show yeah. starring mm-hmm. what's her face? I just yes. forgot her name. I can't remember who it was either. She starred in Elizabeth. Oh, I don't know her name. Oh, come on. I know. I'm horrible at actors. Well, pause. <laughs> Shit. Kate Blanchett. We just looked it up. Starring Kate Blanchett. There's this new ERA show that's going to come out. Yes. It's going to be so it good. It sounds so good. But you kind of need the background. Okay, I'll, I will. I am. I have been planning on watching Mad Men for like a couple months. I just haven't gotten there yet. But it's I'm healing. going to. Don't think of it as triggering <laughs> as much as healing. Okay. And um, kind of like affirming okay and that john ham is just so handsome oh i love him yeah i call him don draper or, <laughs> or dick whitman 
You'll figure that out okay. later. Okay. Um, so let's talk about like our favorite together shows though. Okay. So what's the first show besides Portlandia, which we recommend everyone watch. You can watch it on... What, Portlandia? Yeah, it's on Hulu, right? It's on Hulu. And it's also on... Um, Amazon Prime? No. I Is can't remember what it's on. It's not on Netflix. No. Okay. So Hulu. Yeah. If you need our login, just DM us. Yeah. We'll give it to <laughs> I'll you. I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Um, so that one, but Mozart in the Jungle. Mozart in the Jungle. That is... So tell everyone a little bit about okay. Mozart in the Jungle because when she said to me, Heather, I feel like this was like a few months into our friendship. Yes. And she approached, she approached me a little bit hesitantly about it. Yeah, because it's a weird show that not a lot of people like. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I just, I want you, I mean, I don't know if you like it. I don't know. You know, she really like backpedaled it. And I was just like, oh, you know, I'll give it a go. I got nothing but 12 hours tonight. I can watch about <laughs> seven, eight episodes. So she uh, told me to watch Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah. And Mozart in the Jungle, it was um, directed by, I was, it was Roman Coppola, I think was the, yeah, I think, who yeah. created it with um, Jason Schwartzman. Right. Jason Schwartzman. Um, I was a huge fan of Jason Schwartzman. Totally. That's what got me. Yeah. And he's from Rushmore. He yeah. was in a, like a lot of the Wes Anderson films. He's a huge Wes and Anderson guy. He's also Talia Shire's son. Um, Talia and Max Schwartzman had a son named Jason Schwartzman. Yes. And Talia Shire, what is she famous for? I don't know. She's Adrian from Rocky. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yo, Adrian. That's right. I knew that. I knew she's that. She's Adrian from Rocky. Yes. She's, you know, and she's also in Godfather. Yes. Amazing. And yeah. so, um, so her Mozart son. in the Jungle is based on a an actual person who was in the New York Symphony and she wrote, I can't remember if it was a, an article or if it was an actual book, um, but she wrote about her experience in the New York Symphony and, um, and it's just not what you would ever expect. It's like... It's rock stars that play classical music. Like drug-using, fornicating, sensual rock stars that their entire passion in life is the oboe. Yes. And Which, they play with the blood. They play with the blood. <laughs> they play with the blood. It is one of my top five shows oh, of all time. absolutely me too. I could watch it. We recommend all of you watch it. It's on yeah. Amazon Prime. It's Gabriel Gar- Garcia, Garcia Bernal. 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 And he is fantastic in it. Phenomenal. And high lie. Hailey, who is um, Lola Kirky, Jemima's sister, and um, it's Jemima Kirky is from Girls. She's Liam uh, Dunham, Dunham's best friend. Yeah, yeah. And she, what else has she been in? I just feel really, like she, she's really girls. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she's Janessa. She's or married. What, to what's her Alex name Cameron. in Girls? Um, Janessa or oh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Pause. <laughs> That's key. We just, were close. Yeah, it was Jessa. Jessa. So Jemima Kirky's sister, Lola Kirky, stars in Mozart in the Jungle. Yes. And it's just a phenomenal show that's like artistically so well done. Mm-hmm. And also it just gives you all the feels. It's a great story. The music is phenomenal. Um, if you at all like classical music, you ha- like just watch the show. It is yeah. so good. And watch the show if you like human behavior. And if you want to challenge your... Uh, your preconceived notions about who people are and yes, how they live. Totally. Bernadette Peters is in Oh, it. She's, she's so good. Just and, like um, stunning. Isn't, she's uh, so good. The lady that was married to Mimi Rogers, isn't she in it? Who? She was married to Tom Cruise. I feel like she's in it, but never mind. She's also in Mad Men. She has a little oh. appearance in Mad Men. Mm. Yeah, but it's phenomenal. But it was one of those, um, That it was like one of those things where I was like, Okay, I think she's going to like it. And if she likes it, we are bonded for life. Yeah. We could base an entire relationship yeah. on the love of this show. It's true. It, it's that was the so that good. was the diving board that dove me deep yes. into the 
Drether Pool. Like yes. I loved it. I immediately loved it. I couldn't stop talking about it. We watched it. You didn't even watch it. I just watched it yeah. like twice in a row. Yeah. And then um, we haven't even we haven't even circled back to it till this very day. We mentioned I it know. again. Yeah, it's so good. And it's one of those shows that like if I'm sad, I have like two episodes that I know I can put on and instantly be in a better be mood. Be in a better mood. And it's just so good. So and that's then, our hardcore yes. Dreather recommendation yes. to all yes. of our friends and fans. And then of course, Handmaid's Tale. We went through Handmaid's Tale together. Yeah, we watched was, it as it was being like unfolded. Yeah, yeah, like on Sunday nights. Like and don't you remember when we were in Vegas and we you had already watched the finale? Oh really? Yeah, I don't remember we this. were there for an aesthetics convention. And like, and I couldn't talk to you about it. No, and, and you were, were we just, just like, like, you were just like, you have to watch it. And so I like stayed up and watched it so that we could discuss it. Yeah. And uh, it, oh my gosh. Well, one time I remember coming into work and Dre looked like she had been beaten. Like she, <laughs> her eyes were like swollen shut, and she had been crying. And I said, "What's going on?" She's like, "It was episode of Hamid's Tale." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you about it." And she's like, "I cannot discuss it with you. Yeah, it is very triggering, and I don't want to discuss it." And that was like. <laughs> devastating it was so (laughs) devastating and dramatic but it was that's how much art influences our lives like we we are not blind to the fact that like we have watched television shows that have shaped who we have become as business owners and women and friends yes a hundred percent and we think it's bonding and powerful so we want you guys to find shows that you can share with people you love and enjoy together because it'll keep your relationship going a few more months (laughs) At the very least. But also, it's what we have right now. Yeah, so what's all like, we have. What's like your mood booster? Like, what is your go-to if you're like... Well, Portlandia, because Portlandia is just a snippet. You know, you can go totally, and watch a 15-minute thing it's totally and easy. just giggle and laugh because it's so obscure and funny and just nails it every single time. Yeah. The only thing that's taken away Port- from Portlandia for me is just knowing that Fred, what's his last name? Armistead. Fred Armistead is not that good to women, his girlfriends. Like, he was married to Elizabeth Moss, who was the That's star right. of Mad Men. That's right, yeah. You know, and they got and an old within tale. nine months. Ma- yeah, and yeah. Handmaid's Tale. And they got an old within nine months. Like, and he's just, like, kind of misogynistic. So, like, that's the mm, only thing that's even yeah. dented my absolute love of him. But I was watching an old Saturday Night Live thing of, what's up with that? What's yeah. up with that? <laughs> and he plays this long, curly-haired saxophone player on all the episodes. And I just have nothing but affection for the man. But it's just Portland. Portlandia is my go-to. I can yeah. always go to Portlandia for a quick pick-me-up. My other, like, if I know that I have a lot of time on my hands, I'm going to go to Mad Men. Okay. Or... And that will pick you up? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Mad Men is soothing. Okay. Dana, 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 dana. <laughs> I could sing the entire opening <laughs> credits. Um, let me pull up my list. I brought up my list. Okay. I've got my so, list, too. So my Netflix go-tos, um, West Wing. Oh, I love West Wing. West Wing, I can always, always go to West Wing. And West Wing, if you are looking for a long thing to get you through, start from the beginning. You will love it. It's it was a simpler political time. It was a, but it still resonates, and it's just great acting, great cast. It's really, really good. Yeah, it is so good. Um, And then Breaking Bad. Oh, see, I haven't watched Breaking Bad. Dre, I know you haven't. No, I wanted to use meth because of Breaking Bad. (laughs) Breaking Bad made me want to try to cook it myself and try it. I've never tried meth, but if I were, I would do it with Brian Cranston and I just forgot yeah, the other guy's name. I can't remember. Paul. I'm horrible at names. Something. Um, yeah. I, I know. I need to watch it. Yeah, it's I a need good to one. watch it. Um, well, my go-tos are like, so 
if I'm like needing to just have something on, it's the office. I know it's so basic. American or English? I switch back and forth. I do more American. Okay. Just because I think that um, Michael Scott is more lovable than uh, uh, David Brent. Or yeah, David Brent. David Brent. David yeah. Brent yeah. Um, Who would you sleep with first, Michael Scott or David Brent? Ugh, David Brent. I would sleep with both of them. Equally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also love um, the Netflix show Explained because that's a good, okay. like if I have like insomnia, I'll watch that because it's so like, tell the folks what Explained is. So basically it's like just one episode by episode of like just a subject explained, like the water crisis explained, um, stocks explained, marijuana explained, um, Ponzi schemes explained, like yeah. It just is really cool, weird things that you maybe wouldn't ever learn about normally. And it keeps and, your interest. And mm-hmm. is it an hour long or 30 no, minutes? No, it's like 30 minutes. It's I love easy. that. Yeah, yeah, it's totally easy to watch. Um, and then let's see what else. Oh, Fleabag. Fleabag, yeah. That was another so that, I was dreather. waiting for Fleabag is a huge, huge bonder for us. Yes, yes. Fleabag is a show um, on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's three seasons now. Or two seasons, no, two, just I two think. seasons, yeah. and also surprisingly, you guys, Reagan was a Reagan huge loved Fleabag fan of too. Fleabag, That's and right. Fleabag's kind of this like, like weird female Feminist, empowerment, yeah. uh-huh. sexual revolution thing, and totally. for Reagan to love it gave him depth. I know, totally. I, I love know. that he loved it. It surprised me that Reagan yeah. liked it, yeah. and she also this the lead actress also looks exactly like our friend Michaeline. Yes, she totally. looks exactly like her. Totally. So that's like always kind of a weird mind thing yeah. for me. But Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Bridge. Waller-Bridge. Yeah. yeah. I She's love her. Amazing. She's so talented. You would love Fleabag if you like off-color British comedy. It's yes. great. Great, yes. great. And then the other thing that I always go to is just any wine documentary. Like it's soothing to me and I love learning about I think I watched a couple wines. of those too. Like what was that one you told me to watch before I went to Napa? Oh, um you said watch these two films. Oh, okay, it's the um Psalm. Yes. Yeah. Psalm was so good. S-O-M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, the, like, it follows a group of students that are um, studying, studying to become yeah. sommeliers. And it's just fascinating. And I loved it. But I love learning about wine. Like, and I, of course, I love, like, the movie Sideways. And, right. And, you know, like, Sour Grapes is a cool, like, um, prior, documentary. Prior to you telling me to watch Psalm, all I remembered about Sideways was that line where he's like, you know, the grateful type. <laughs> but I love Sideways and I yeah. loved Psalm and I, I really watched it and then I went to Napa and it enriched my entire totally. experience. It makes it so much more enjoyable, I yeah. think. So that's if you're into wine, watch the um there's yeah, Psalm one and Psalm two. They're both amazing. Really um, good. What were some of the um the staff recommendations? So staff recommendations. Um, where did I write of, those? Of ones? course, uh, the Kardashians. Kardashians, It's like at the top yeah. of the list. Because we have, I mean, we have an oil painting of Kylie in our yes. home. Yes. In our lab. Um, Vampire Diaries got a couple of votes. Yeah, so Kylie and Nick, that, like, I think they've bonded over Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Like, because Nick, I think, named his dog after one of the characters or oh, something on really? Vampire Diaries. It's like yeah, cringy. He, he, like, loves, the, <laughs> he loves it. But Kylie's a big fan, too. And that's so weird because they're, like, so cool. I know. Is Vampire Diaries like, like a cool, cool show? show? But I think it's like for younger. Okay. Not so like, no you, like what? Like, like accessible to me? Like you would love it. I would, I, so like I'd be into <laughs> it. You have a millennial saying. soul. I would probably be bored to tears. But <laughs> I'm going to give, I'll give Vampire Diaries a go. Just I haven't yet. Yeah. What else did they um, go? Oh, oh, you. You. Yeah. Everybody said My you. My kids have been watching mm-hmm. you. It's a good one. And then um, 
MK just told us uh, Little Fires Everywhere. I didn't know they had made a show. I read the book a couple years ago, and it was really good. What is the book about? So it's about, um, like, a mom and a daughter who are renting, a, like, a house. Or, like, renting, like, a room in a house. And they're arsonists? No. Because <laughs> oh, I'm into this. <laughs> no, it's kind of a mystery. Okay. So, like, something happens, and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. It's you, you just have to, you should read it or watch it. I'll watch yeah, it. I'll watch good. it. I'm gonna. I'm, I made a commitment that no matter whatever two new shows were recommended to me, I was gonna watch. Them. I'm gonna give Little Fires Everywhere and Vampire Diaries a go. What about this All American? I don't know what it's that is. number three on the Netflix top ten. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never even heard. So of I it. need to. I feel like I need to probably wrap this up and go home and yeah, watch it. Just we probably should just for yeah. social. And then Prison Break. I've never watched Prison Break. I have never have either, and I won't because it's my ex-husband's favorite show, and I'm petty. Oh, you're so, petty like I that. I know. I know. I love prison, and <laughs> I love prisoners, so I'm probably going to be into that. Um, I did look back at a few uh, go-tos on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Shrill just finished their second oh, season. Shrill is so good. With A.D. Bryant. Yes, yeah, love Shrill it. Shrill is a great, great A.D. Bryant uh, from Saturday Night Live, if you haven't watched that. Handmaid's Tale, we recommend to every single human being yes. on the planet. Yes. You must watch you it and you must it. understand it. So good. And then I recommended Unreal. Unreal is good. It's good, yeah, right? Unreal's Especially really since good. we've kind of like dabbled a little bit in uh, those experiences. Like watching mm-hmm. Unreal yeah. is fascinating because it's pretty effing real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty I really true, to, true it. to form. If you're ever curious about the behind the scenes of shows like The Bachelor and stuff, I've I've loved Unreal. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I also put down 73 questions. That's when I was like talking back to the TV. You heard me talking back yes, to Anna Wintour. Yes, yes. 73 questions is that a journalist that comes in to famous people's and it's a one camera shot. And he's like, I'm just going to spit fire you 73 questions. And what's fascinating about it is not just the like rapid response. Like it's kind of like a BuzzFeed quiz, you know, just like, okay. what time did you wake up, Anna Wintour? What did you eat for breakfast? What, did, what are you going to eat for lunch? You know, just kind of okay. like weird minutia of people's lives. But it's what's more fascinating is watching these stars maintain their public persona throughout the entire 73 questions. So yeah. like Anna Wintour has to engage, but she also has to be Anna Wintour. So she like never takes her sunglasses off. You know what she yeah. does, but yeah. she's just like, and she, he has to follow her around her daily life. Sarah Jessica Parker was one that I loved because like she had to let the dog out and she had to like offer him a glass of water. She had to like be Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. in this one continuous shot of 73 questions. So that's on um, Hulu, and it's just great. Hey, like I need to watch that. Look up one of your favorite stars and just yeah. watch them spitfire respond to these 73 questions. It's a good quick fix, quick pick-me-up, I guess. Great idea. Yeah. And then, of course, Housewives. Housewives. All the Housewives uh, yeah. franchises the, are on so Hulu. It's so funny because we were, before the virus, we took a family vacation, and when we were coming back, I was, like, watching Parasite. So I was, like, super into that, feeling, yeah. like, so many feelings and, like, just, oh, it was so intense. And I look over and, like, Brady is, like, laughing hysterically. And I'm, like, what are you watching? Because I needed a break. And yeah. he's, like, I'm watching Housewives. <laughs> I'm, like, okay. If Brady Nord is yeah. watching Housewives, everyone's watching Housewives. If it's on the Delta, <laughs> like, TV, you know that everyone's sure. watching. It's good, good entertainment. It's a good thing to just binge on, I yeah. think. And, yeah, I had, a, like, an hour-long conversation with Kelly from the Brow Hive about Housewives of Orange County last yeah. night. And but just, like, every, chatting. It's, it's yeah. a way that people can connect totally. and, like... You know, it's really, really good entertainment. So we recommend that for sure. I yes. have, would be remiss if we didn't shout out Veep. Oh, yeah. Because of course, Veep, Veep is like yes. my favorite all time show. And yes. I love it. You love it so much. I know. What's like, if you were to say your favorite all time show, what would you say it is? Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah. That's my favorite. 
Yeah, I love it. But also, close second is 30 Rock, which is not on any of it's the... Not? It's It doesn't stream. No, what, and it's out of Even Amazon Prime, can you mm-hmm. buy it? I think you can buy it, maybe. Yeah, maybe like buy it on or something. Prime. That's a good idea, because like, I miss it, and I love Alec Baldwin. Huge fan. Yeah. And, and huge fan of Tina Fey. Yeah. And like everybody who's on that show is just so talented I need to watch 30 Rock, because I've only watched snippets of it, but I've always laughed and loved oh, it's, it. It's so funny. Same with Arrested Development. I've watched yes. a lot of Arrested Development, mm-hmm. but never like start to finish, like okay, dedicated. Okay, I never have either. That's weird. Yeah, which I, and I've always really enjoyed it, but... Yeah. And I love, yeah. love, love Jason Bateman, yeah, which is too. why Ozark is... Season three just dropped. It's... So good. Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. I mean, yeah. you could not find better actors. Yeah. I, oh I try gosh. to channel him. I try to be him. We have to also say Big Little or um, Oh, Big what, Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Big also little so lies. good. That yes. was another one we bonded That's on over. HBO. Yeah, so good. Yeah. So, so good. If you guys need like our HBO logins <laughs> or anything, just like DM us because we are down. We are all about the community right now. And this is what's getting us through. And this is this is our commonality. This is where totally. we can bond and uh, laugh. And our memes are going to be reflective in what we're watching right now. And we're, you know, Beauty Lab is, we're on ice. We can't do totally. anything. And we are spiraling fast. <laughs> So please, beauty lovers, DM us. Send us your your recommendations if we have not listed them. Maybe we'll have to do a Netflix follow up um, yeah. in the next podcast. Just a little like what what um, the feedback is of what people are watching. So yeah, and send us DMs if anything. If listening to this, if you feel like oh my gosh, I know that they would love this show. Yeah, please recommend it to us because we are down. And you're never going to have a captive audience like you have right now. So if you're not watching the Beauty Lab story, which is sparse right now because we have no life within us. I know. And you know what gives us our content is our customers. And we don't have any customers right now. And we are hoping and praying for the health of everyone and for the healthcare workers and for everyone that's involved in this. But also that we can return to some sense of normalcy so that we can go back to being Beauty Lab and interacting with you guys every day because you are much more to us than a business. You are our lifeline. Totally. And we miss you. We miss you so much. <laughs> it's so We hard. didn't want you to leave and you left. Yeah, don't leave is like our <laughs> trademark and everyone left. <laughs> Why? We're like, please, oh, come We back. are going to get through this though. We're going to get come through this. Back. Yeah, and we, su- we want to do our part to flatten the curve and we really totally. want to do our part to support, you know... Um, everyone out there and be a part of the community because we're beauty by the people for yeah. the people but like send us funny memes and dm us yeah. and tag us and tell people to follow us because we're going to come back hopefully we're going to come back yeah. and be stronger and better than ever yep that's the goal until right. then yeah. uh, we're not we're not going to close with life is short by the lips because we feel like this is a heavier tie yes yeah and but life is short, so love one another. Yeah. Love each other. Yes, and the lab loves you. The lab loves you. So don't leave. Okay, don't leave. <laughs> don't leave. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week.